Welcome to The Well, a podcast all about living wisely and faithfully as a follower of Christ. The goal? To give you guidance, food for thought, and to encourage you as you engage the people and situations that you encounter daily. Now, here's your host, Sean Barkley. Oh, it's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Dogs asleep on the floor, golf in the background. I'm sitting here with my wife, Amy Jo, who's going to join me again at the well. And thank you for being here today. Thank you. I can Hi. see the excitement written all over your face. <laughs> no, I, I'm excited. I, yeah. I really enjoyed you being a part of the conversation last week. And it's it helped. I think it was helpful to uh, all those who listen to these podcasts. It was certainly helpful to me to have um, the person I love more than anyone in the world kind of Aww. be able to bounce some thoughts off of. And so mm-hmm. we're sitting here, as I mentioned, Sunday afternoon, a beautiful day. And uh, we had a the church I serve is Crestview Presbyterian Church just outside of Cincinnati, and we had a guest speaker who's an elder in the church who did a remarkable mm-hmm. job, I thought. Yes. And he was talking about hope. Yes. And you know we're talking about hope a lot in our culture right now, and I just feel like we hear about it a lot. But he brought out some really great points and kind of sparked my imagination. And so I thought maybe the two of us would just spend maybe. 15 minutes here in this podcast mm-hmm. talking about hope. You know, in particular, some of the things that we're hopeful for, mm-hmm. um, the source of our hope, mm-hmm. and how our hope changes the way we live our lives. Mm. It becomes the lens through which we see everything. And so, you know, we've been talking about, as a couple, some things that we're hopeful for that are personal as well as global. And so, personal hopes, we're hoping that. Davis Barkley, yes, son Davis gets a job, mm-hmm. got a job interview on Wednesday. We're Yay. hopeful for that. Yeah, yes, we are hopeful for our church. We we love the church we serve, and the church uh, has been flourishing. And we have really high hopes that God's going to do something amazing there. Anything else come to your mind? Just kind of our personal stuff that we've been mm-hmm. going back and forth with. Little, this is probably a petty hope, but we just got a brand new neighbor next door, uh-huh. and I'm hoping that he really likes to do yard work because the place has been abandoned, semi-abandoned for a while. What if he's listening to this podcast? I hope right now? that he's not listening. That's another petty hope that I. You know what I'm hoping? I seriously for. doubt he's listening. I do too. I do. <laughs> you never. No, no, I mean like I... listening, like at the door right now, oh. not to the podcast. <laughs> No, you know what? One good. thing I'm hoping you'll do is cancel the Disney Plus that you took. Yes. I'm, I, I'm, I'm hoping you'll do that like really soon. I think it's on a month now, right? I think, yes. We yeah. just got it to watch Hamilton. Those are yes. $7.95. Uh, yes. I'll never That's, get back. Oh, my goodness. Wow. We're going to yeah. talk about Hamilton here in a minute. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm kind of baking the story of Hamilton into one of my sermons. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about... So, for me, as I think about these personal hopes, I, you know, I believe... Uh, that God one day is going to make everything right, that God is eventually you know, going to bring us all to this great heavenly banquet, and that God in the meantime does want to see human flourishing. Mm-hmm. And so the things I'm hoping for would be evidence of human flourishing in our family. And then, of course, you know, we're all thinking about our culture right now, and I think a lot of people are worried. It, I'm interested that you don't seem as not worried. What's the word I'm, I'm not, looking for? I'm not anxious or Why? discouraged. Because uh, a lot of us are. I, I know, and I, 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 from time to time, I feel guilty about that. Like, should I be more anxious? But no, I just, I am hopeful. I am very hopeful. Just my hope in in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and something you said at the very beginning about having hope or not having hope. I haven't always been hopeful, mm. for sure. Um, I haven't always been a believer. So, 
um, I can tell the difference in my feelings of um, being at peace. Right. But I'm just, I believe in the promises of someday everything will be made right. I do believe in that. All will be well. So all, all will be well. In the meantime, um, you know, I'm just trying to well, turn to him, do my my little part and mm-hmm. whatever he wants me to do to try to bring his kingdom come. Right. His kingdom um, will come. His will will be done. Not great at it, but well, <laughs> I try. it's not up to us. No, it's not. I, mean, I think he partners with us. But That's he, the hope. The hope is that he's got it. Right. It's not up to us. He's mm-hmm. not sitting back thinking, oh, I hope these humans can take care of business. Um, he knows yeah. better. He's He's been watching us since creation. Right. <laughs> We're not we going to be able to do that. Right. We haven't gotten it right yet. Right. So. so as you're talking, I'm thinking about the difference between hope and optimism. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important distinction for, for a lot of us to make. Remember, the goal of this podcast is for all of us to be thinking about the source of our hope, the things we're hopeful for, and also develop the eyes or the lenses through which to see everything um, in a hopeful way. And so, you know, optimism, I think, is sort of just kind of a feeling. It's not based. It's sort of um, subjective. It's like, well, maybe it's going to happen. I hope it happens. I think it'll happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know... Glass I'm a, half full. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan, and, yeah. I, and I'm optimistic about a lot of things. Yeah, I'm a fan of the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball team, and you know MLB's got a 60 game season this year, and last year the Pirates finished last, made no improvements to the team in the off season. They're in last place right now, uh, yet I could say I'm optimistic that they're going to win half their games. Why? Because they're going to play 60 games. I mean, it starts out zero to zero every game. Yeah, they they could probably do that. I'm sort of optimistic, but I'm not hopeful. You see, the difference between being optimistic and hopeful is hope is grounded in some kind of objective reality. Mm-hmm. It's it's hope has some kind of evidence that makes me think and believe this to be true. And so if you take that kind of simple example and then transfer it to just life in general, I believe that based on the promises of God and his faithfulness, that eventually we will experience human flourishing in in our lives. Mm -hmm. And that eventually God is going to make this creation right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I go back and read different biblical texts where things looked utterly hopeless. You know, in my devotion, I was studying Jonah this morning and just thinking, you know, the guy just plunged himself into the sea. I mean, it's over. Mm -hmm. And what happens? God basically rescues him from that and gives him this mission that he finally accepts. You know, and you look at the story of... Well, the story Jay told. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but it's I'm beautiful. embarrassed. I can't remember the name. Louis Zamparisi or yes, something like that. Zamparini. Yep. The story is unbroken. Great book. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that the disciples on Good Friday, when the sky is dark and the earth is shaking and Jesus is de- dead on the cross, mm-hmm. did not have a whole lot of hope. No. Um, well, they probably thought it was over. Go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, even, like, weren't they scared and hiding yeah. before he... Came mm-hmm. back, so right they were huddled yes. up in that upper room. Right, so they they had no hope. Yeah, but I can look at those things that God has done, and that gives me an objective hope. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like, and that is like the grounding yes. that makes me think that that God is going to make things right. And so, as you mm-hmm. as you kind of process that, and we've talked about this on our afternoon walk today, what are some things that are going through your mind, just in general, as you think about the concept of hope, being hopeful? the source of your hope mm. and how being hopeful through that source changes the way you live. Mm. Well, I guess I'm, I'm just at, at peace. 
Mm. Um, with the hope I, I have in the eternal. And just what we've been saying, that one day there will be no more tears. Mm. I believe that. I haven't always believed that, but I do believe that. And so that is a source of peace. And so with that, I think the question for me and a lot of people is, so what do I do with that now in Mm. these troubled times when so many people are suffering? What do I do with this great peace that I have? Because... Um, I want everybody to have it. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to, to have the peace that comes from Jesus. Um, should I be doing some great thing? Should I be doing a lot of little things? Um, that's the question. I, I, I was hopeful in Jay's sermon today when he polled everyone and he asked, are you spending more or less time in uh, in the word, in prayer, with in your quiet time with God? And people, the I think the majority said they were spending more time. They did. And so I'm hopeful for that because I think that that's the first step in that question of what should I be doing right now? Mm -hmm. The first step is turning to God, repenting, turning to God and letting him give us the answers. Yeah. Not, not relying and putting our hope in other humans or ourselves. Even more so. So that's a temptation. Yeah. I thought that was, by the way, I love what you're saying, but just thinking about that poll, wasn't that kind of neat? It was fun. In, a, yeah. in our worship service, if, if if you don't watch CrestviewChurch.com or go to our Crestview Facebook page, we, we now have a um, an application, interactive. an interactive application mm-hmm. where people, we poll people during the sermon and they're able to kind of weigh in and just a way of staying connected with each other. And I thought it was really neat how Jay did that. Fun. Yep. I look at, it as, as I think about, again, hope being objective. It's grounded in what I believe is reality, God's faithfulness. And I've seen that demonstrated through, you know, biblical history. I have to say that I also look at my own personal life. And maybe those of you who are listening can can kind of do this mental exercise with me. I look at my personal life and see where God has been faithful even when I've not been faithful. That God has always been at work trying to draw me back, make me of good use to Him, uh, enable me to flourish in my life as he's promised and and wants us to do, even when I have not even cooperated with him. And so mm-hmm. I can see these, you know, when the, you're in the middle of all these difficult times and this struggle, sometimes you don't really see what God's doing, but having the benefit of being 55 years old now, looking back, I have hope for today in the future because I have seen it firsthand in my life, what what God can and does do. And I think that's a great exercise to, you know, if you journal or whatever, just to, just to pause for a moment and say, you know, through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and here I am. Tis grace that's brought me safe thus far, and grace will take me home. You know, that whole concept that he just, he takes us through all these things. And, and, and that's not to say that we all have pie in the sky, it's all been easy, because none of us have had it easy. But seeing that we're still kind of kicking and see that God is still faithful. I mean, he's still just saying here, I, here here's, here's what I want for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever had that experience of kind of looking back and seeing that? Oh, sure. Just the fact. And, and can I just say, when you just said you're 55, I got a little fixated on that. Like, oh my gosh, all that, that sounds kind of old to me. <laughs> well, I look at too. That's the scary part. <laughs> no, you don't. You look great. So not that it, there's anything wrong with 55. How, how old are you, Amy Jo? <laughs> So anyway, I'm 50. Have you said that out loud yet? I'm 50? (laughs) I'm 50. 
50 years old. I'm a grown woman. I can, I'm 50. I can kick, strut, stretch. <laughs> um, I can't believe you're making fun of your husband like that. That's yeah. awful. So, um, yeah, of course. I just, when, sometimes I think I can't believe I'm still alive. Mm. Um, just, yeah, I'm just glad, glad to be here still. And I, I absolutely see God's mm-hmm. faithfulness in in my life. So yeah, and so it, and so for me, the key, and I've I've just kind of alluded to this, kind of the moving through this, kind of the last piece of this podcast. You know, we've talked about hope and what it is, and some of the things we're hopeful for, and hopefully you're thinking about things that you're hopeful for. And we've talked about the source of our hope. It's grounded in reality. It's grounded in the objective promises and activity of God, His mighty acts throughout history. But for me, the the really the the difficult or the challenging aspect of this is de- literally developing hope-colored glasses to look at everything through. Mm-hmm. Because I can get pretty negative occasionally, not, not a lot, but and just kind of cynical. Really? And sca- well, occasionally. You're very rarely cynical. Well, for the rarely. Well, for the benefit of this podcast, let's pretend like I'm occasionally <laughs> cynical. <laughs> I don't, you might think you're cynical, but you're not. Okay. Well, <laughs> give me a cookie. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Well, there are times when I am, um, I can be a little negative. Well, sure. Or I can be a little self-righteous. Oh, well, sure. And yes. um, I am. Yeah. I admit. And so yeah. for me, the importance is how do I look at life in general in every situation through these hope colored glasses where I know God has made these promises, and God is always, always true. He always is faithful. He's been faithful so far. He will be faithful to the end. You know, what are some of the things, I'm, I'm thinking out loud, what are some of the things that I have to do to maintain that? And, and for me, it's staying in His Word, mm-hmm. staying in worship, which is really the answer to everything. And you think, well, of course, staying in His Word, that's obvious. It's the answer to everything. It is the answer to everything. It is. I yeah. believe that. And so... <laughs> You know, we talk about, you know, the old joke about a children's sermon that some kid blurts out the name Jesus when the answer to the question is like, you know, the color blue. Mm -hmm. But he thinks that everything, the answer to everything is the name Jesus. Spoiler alert. It is. It is. (laughs) And and I think that's true for, for how to develop those, those glasses, but also for me, the discipline of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so even this morning when I was driving to church, I wasn't preaching today. So, you know, did not feel a whole um, the normal kind of pressure and anxiety that you sometimes feel when you preach. I still remembered every drive I've ever made to a church I've served, you know, from every house that, that I've lived in to every church I've served, and just remembering God's faithfulness in all those times. In all those times, I didn't feel like I was equipped or ready to preach, and I felt tired and fatigued or distracted, mm-hmm. and God just always kept parking me in that parking lot and walking me in that door and throwing me in that pulpit in front of all those people. And it gives me just a sense of gratitude. And that's, cultivating gratitude has been huge for me in developing these these hope-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're choosing to focus on that. You're mm-hmm. making that choice. You're not just waiting for some feeling of gratitude mm-hmm. to happen or waiting to feel a certain way. I'm not waiting for anything Jesus. to happen. No, you're, you're choosing, this is what I'm going to think about on the way to church. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to... Well, even just what we believe. I'm going to believe um, that God is faithful. I'm going to believe that God is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to believe I'm not an accident. I'm going to believe He has a plan for me. Ooh, 
I'm not gonna I'm gonna believe I'm not an accident. What do you say more? Well that that was my personal turning point yeah. for my belief was the realization that I'm not just accidentally here. No. Um so yeah. Um and so yeah, believing God is good. Mm-hmm. God is good. And so therefore there that's right there. That simple affirmation is a reason to have hope. Yep. I believe that God chose us in Christ. I believe that there's nothing we deserve, nothing we've done to deserve God's choosing us. And I believe it's a a sheer act of grace. But I do believe that we have a choice every day. Yes. As to how we're going to live out that. Many choices. How how we're going to live out our lives and what's our attitude going to be. And so as we kind of wrap this up, uh, I hope you'll think about that. Those of you who are listening to this podcast, I'm going to ponder it more as well. That that I love what you said, Amy Joe. You know, every day just choosing to be grateful, choosing to put myself in God's word, choosing uh, to not just wallow in the negativity, mm-hmm. choosing to affirm God's truth, choosing hope. Choosing hope. I like mm-hmm. that. It sounds like a good name of a sermon, doesn't it? Choosing hope. <laughs> All right, do you got anything else? I think we heard it this morning from Jay. It was. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was a great sermon. That's too late for you. <laughs> I know. I can't. I can't claim that one. Hey, anything else you got for us? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't looking at her when I said that. <laughs> I didn't know if the podcast listeners... You got to listen yeah. fast, Amy okay, Joe. Okay, sorry. Stay um, along with us here. I don't. I don't. I know. It's all good. Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm so glad you did this. <laughs> Let's do it again. Maybe the next week? Maybe. Come on. Oh, maybe. Those of you who listen to this podcast, if you could help me persuade Amy Joe no. to be a regular visitor at the well, that'd be awesome. Hey, you all have a terrific week, and I um, look forward to our next conversation. You take good care now. Bye.